Hey everyone, welcome to episode 8 of the Behavior Chef podcast. My name is Clint Evans and I'm your host today. We are joined today by a few guests of the show, the ABA Inside Track folks, as well as Tony from Behavior Bites and Dr. Maggie Pavone, who is a great member of our team as well. Wanted to let you guys know that we're releasing this episode a little early because it's pertinent to the things going on right now. If you were able to join us on Facebook, we did a live recording and it was a lot of fun, so thank you for joining. I hope that you are able to glean some things from this episode. It is six BCBAs talking about the impact that the quarantines, the overall social distancing, all that stuff is having on us. So we hope that you can take a little bit from the raw truth of what we're talking about and just have fun along with us. Have a great time, and thanks for listening. Welcome to ABA Inside Track, the podcast that's like reading in your car, but safer. I'm your host, Robert Barry Cruz here. Wait, wait, no? wait hang on wait, a second. Wait, uh-uh. hold what? on. No, no. Wait a minute. Hey, this is Clint from the Behavior Chef podcast. Wait, what? God. No, that's how you start every behavior analytic podcast, guys. You, no. you Come on. No. That's, oh, oh. Man, I, I always miss it. Well, hey, guys. Come on. <laughs> this is Clint from the Behavior <laughs> Chef podcast. And if you can't tell, this is a unique episode. We have six crazy behavior analysts right now with us. Um, so obviously somebody's street or hearing our live stream right now coming back through. Because if you're watching this right now, come be a part of it with us in the comments. Um, this is the Behavior Chef podcast where nutrition meets behavior. And it's like eating in your car, but safer. Uh, I am joined. Wait a minute. I think, hold on. Let me call my lawyer right now. <laughs> no, no. Tony, Tony has a good fact about yeah. this. And this is probably a good time to share. It is. No, go ahead, Tony. Jump you know in. What the most, do you know what the Federal Department of Transportation and Safety considers the most dangerous food to eat in your car? Tang. Uh, oh, I'm drinking that right now. A close second. That. Like, you know, don't go for the obvious, like a pot roast or a soup. Like, <laughs> Some sort of lobster a dish. Burger. It's actually tacos. <gasps> why would you eat sense. tacos in your car here, here's, here's why would you ideas. not eat tacos I've, in your car i've eaten a taco in my car but i mean think about it i mean i don't want to give it too much of a visual but we are alive here if you're eating a taco something falls out the other side what's the first thing you're going to do look, look down. Uh, that's why you eat your tacos like out. this eat something mm-hmm. off your leg it's weird yeah <laughs> everything all of that's eat dangerous something off your leg dangerous yeah, if it falls on your leg Oh, up. fair point. Fair point. We've all eaten in our car. We're behavior analysts. There's no forks in taco, man. <laughs> That's right. That's true. No. Hang on one second. So how's everybody doing during the quarantine? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, could, could, be, could be worse. Could be worse, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Diana, Rob, and Jackie, they, they are prepared for this. Yeah. They, they, had some, they, they had some prep that they didn't even know they did. To, mm-hmm. to help them get through it. The rest of us are just scrambling. Yeah, right. absolutely. <laughs> so, I mean, we're like in two very different parts of the country. And so, you know, up in your neck of the woods, like just kind of tell everybody kind of like vaguely kind of where you guys are at and kind of what your world is like right now. Yeah. So we live in Massachusetts. Uh, and at this present moment, we are in the surge. We are in okay. the epicenter 
of what they'll call where the most people are dying and getting infected. And we're in lockdown, stay at home order. And we are one mile away from each other in our respective houses. And it is so sad. <laughs> this is the longest yeah. time in the history, like 20 something years that Diane and I have not seen each other. Wow. Oh my gosh. So how long? It is so good to live with Rob though. Yeah. You say that like like we get to interpret whether that's good or bad. I got nowhere else to go. (laughs) So how long have you guys been quarantined? When when do you kind of have a rough start date? March thirteenth. Yep. She knows. Friday. Same here. March thirteenth. For Mm -hmm. for my household, it was Friday the the thirteenth. Also, so my Mm -hmm. uh, I mentioned a couple times. So my second oldest, Daniel, lives with Prader Willi syndrome, uh, which. Um, respiratory and temperature issues uh, run awry. So obviously this is a little scary. So we we decided early that we might just be the super weird people who quarantine early. And then luckily we made the right choice. Yeah. yeah. So really smart. We, yeah. yeah. Friday the 13th is our first start date as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, I've been a little longer than that, but honestly part of it was because I'm single parenting. Like I said, my, my yeah. husband's a Marine, so he's not there. And when all of the things like they were starting to take us off, I teach at Lindenwood. So starting to take us off of campus and say like, don't go unless you have to go. I was like, there's a lot of things I don't have to do. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm reprioritizing. Sure. Um, right. So we've been doing a lot of things online, which has been interesting. That's kind of life right now though, right? That's a new normal. I mean, we're, so that's kind of what we're here to talk about tonight is, you know, there's six of us here uh, live and hopefully there's some people in the comments, by the way, um, for whatever reason, my first live stream crashed. So I have another one up. So if you could, oh, uh, it yeah. says live on Facebook on our, Same. our ad. Yes, it yeah. does. There was one that randomly stopped two minutes in. So um, I, while we were talking, I covertly you know, <laughs> went back and, and restarted it. So if you wouldn't mind sharing again, that would be absolutely awesome. Um, I'll see if who's, I can who's gonna write the that. interesting book about uh renaming verbal operants that have to do with stupid technology crap, you know, like oh, Jack, I turned off my live stream covertly. Right. What's that what's that? The Jack Michael? Mm. I mean, you know. Yes, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I could have a complete consulting group just on be- on how to behave on Zoom. <laughs> mm-hmm. I need a, a complete consulting I need a complete consulting group just for tact extensions. <laughs> hey, hey, my my uh, study group on Tuesday is about tact extensions. Get excited. Come join Ooh. us. Ooh. Shameless plug. That's a fancy thing. I know. Well, Maggie's right. fancy. That's why she's our Muppeteer. <laughs> <laughs> so now the, now the live stream is working. Um, and obviously, if you're listening to this recorded later, you are not privy to any of these problems. <laughs> That's you're the like, beauty. What is happening? What do you mean, live stream? I don't see a video. I just get on with it. That's what they're saying. That's exactly right. Get on with it. The rest right, of so, the episode will be a shadow play. So sorry, yeah. listeners. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we're bringing back the the Roaring Twenties with um, audioless video. So mm-hmm. we're going to do some light theater. I'm going to turn the lights off. And we're going to do you know uh, puppets. Oh, Absolutely. look out! <laughs> He's opened the door. Oh. It's like the War of the Worlds. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, so, hey, we are here, really. We're having fun, obviously, but we did want to kind of get together. And last time we were together with um, you guys, when we were on ABA Inside Track, we were talking about clearly our uh, our stuff for ABAI. And if you're listening, you know, clearly at this point, ABAI has absolutely changed because, you know, coronavirus, COVID-19, uh, it's changed the world for everybody 
right now and everybody is adjusting. We're kind of clamoring. I feel, I don't know if this is the same for you guys, but I feel like we're not clamoring as much as we were mm-hmm. um, last time. A lot of people are hitting a routine or, or a, an adjustment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I agree um, that we're you know just getting into, especially if you're a provider, um, you know, switching from in-person to telehealth. Um, I've seen it all over the groups, you know, all over Facebook in general. It's just kind of been insane for everybody to figure out how mm-hmm. to give that service delivery model via a third party, you know, app like zoom or anything yeah. like that. It's, it's been difficult, but we're adjusting. I think everybody's doing well. If you're listening to this and first of all, if you're essential in any way, you're a rock star. Thank uh, you. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, We need you. Um, you know, you are, and, and I don't think the people that are really on the front lines get enough credit. You know, those grocery store workers, those gas station attendants, um, the fantastic folks that keep bringing me crazy bowls and wraps to my house a couple times a week. <laughs> <laughs> the Uber Eats folks are, are fantastic. And uh, so just thank you. And, uh, and obviously, of course, the doctors, the nurses, the mm-hmm. EMT, fi- firemen, those guys, you, you know, I know ABA were considered essential, essential and I completely agree with that. But they're the real heroes, I think. So thank you guys for all that. But um, we're here to talk about behavior analysis and the idea of, you know, these crazy, swirly, whirly times that we're in. And uh, what can we do? What are we doing? That's the theme of our, of our podcast today. What are we doing as behavior analysts in our own personal lives right now to kind of, you know, get used to the new normal? That's kind of what I've been referring to it as. Mm-hmm. So, um you know, I, I, we talked off off recording a little bit about ABAI and that being uh, adjusted around and everything. So has that affected you guys, um, you know, crazy amount? Hmm. I mean, in, in some regards, yeah, in terms of how, how we've been dealing with it, how we've been affected by it, kind of, Clint, you mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Just getting ready for it and then all of a sudden, like, everything changing so quickly. It's, yeah, it's, it's hard. I mean, I, I don't... Uh oh, we've got we've got a special another special, special guest. Special guest. I love it. <laughs> um, I guess that's probably been one of the more challenging things. It's it now that we have more of the routine and the online school is is to some extent in place. I think that's I think that's been hard. You, you really don't uh, realize how many stupid idiosyncratic routines you have created to make your life make sense and go from day to day until you're told, Hey, guess what? All those routines that you just took for granted and thought, I don't need to do this, or I should think of new routines. Guess what? You can't do those routines and you have to think of brand new routines. And so, I mean, work-wise I, I consult to schools. If there is no school, who do I consult to? And it's like, well, you consult to families at home. But I mean, Mm -hmm. again, I think as both a professional who would consult the families at home. And as a family at home, the last thing I wanted for the, at least the, the second week, the third week was one more email from anyone trying to help me. Like, oh, do you right. want some resources? Do you want yeah. some information? It was like, no, I don't want any more information. <laughs> yeah. I loved it the first like three, four days, but I can't follow all these emails. I can't do all the things yeah, you're it's recommending. Like complete it's, overload. it's too much. Yeah. Um, Rob, I feel you, man. I, I work in education too, specifically with one high school. What you said is almost as if we worked for the same for the same school. I mean, it was mm-hmm. it was at first. It was what what is our role? Who hey. can we help? I mean, teachers are overwhelmed, parents are overwhelmed, administrators mm-hmm. are overwhelmed, and how do we fit into that? And I mean, myself, I kind of fell into a check in role of like, hey, how are you guys doing? Like, how mm-hmm. are, like you have all this stuff on your plate? Is there something I can add on? Like, can I 
somehow within my role off. help with that yeah not like, at all well all, all it felt like when i would do like at first i, I felt good about that like i'm helping uh-huh. but then i would be like if i check in is that just one more email like right. ping ping yep. and it doesn't matter the subject line is i want to do more work for you i want to help you because it's yep. so hard because everyone is rethinking like well what was my job yesterday that's not my job anymore my yeah. job is something totally different and the reinforcers i had are gone everything is a punishment <laughs> Yeah, it's all of a sudden yeah. yes. um there's no manual i have no reference guide i'm just making stuff up as i go and hoping it works to some extent and i just felt like just even saying hey how can i help is what is like nope like you're I, you're no. gonna be the email that i get and i'm like go to hell uh-huh. rob i don't want That's you right. to help. there's nothing you can <laughs> yeah. do for me you can help by not sending this stupid email right. <laughs> out, of, out of maybe every 10 emails i sent i might i might get maybe one back which i'm okay with and mm-hmm. It's it's a time of a lot of grace and a lot of humbleness and yep. uh, and that those are for, the things uh, I hope continue though. Yes. I think we are learning like some of those values that I, I really hope stick around afterwards. Like Couldn't why aren't more. we that why aren't we that graceful and, and kind and open to our families? Typically, we don't know they could be dealing with their own COVID crisis yeah. Um, yeah. behind the scenes. So yeah, I do hope some of those things stick. I know that's I, I tend to be a little bit of a Pollyanna and and look for all the silver linings, but I think that's That's one. I think that's a good way to be. You know, I I've been thinking about that a lot myself. This is reminiscent, um, not in, you know, not in the event, but a little bit after nine 11, you know, everybody Mm -hmm. was, was so gracious and helpful with each other. And we didn't care about, you know, any of the, the small things, none of the qualifiers mattered. It just happened that we had a heartbeat. Isn't that the, um, is it Mr. Rogers? Who's the, who's the quote? The uh, look for the helpers. Yeah. Mr. Rogers. Like, yeah. I, love, I love that. Like, this is a great opportunity for us to see, like, those heroes that we have discounted in our community and, and the people that really are, like, stepping up and making some changes. Even, even like, like I called Tony up totally, but, like, the, <laughs> the providers that are able to say, like, you know what? My email is not the most important thing in your life. That's okay. Right. I'm not going to yep. get all upset because you don't respond to my email today. That's, right. that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. I it's think been- that's really neat. I think one of the things that has been been beneficial because, you know, we have, uh, you know, working in schools, we just have so many staff who all of a sudden, your job is to directly help kids. Your job is to directly help teachers. What do you do when it's like, you can't do that because you can't directly do anything right anything. now. Right. And we, so we spent a lot of time doing, uh, you know, PD and, so, and one of the kind of initial things and, and one of the things that a lot of people came back to me was the idea of everyone's doing the best they can. And I've said this a lot, you know, th- this is thing I've tried to live. I've tried to understand through the years and as I've grown as a, as a BCBA. And one of the nice things about this situation is that unlike when you're trying to tell uh, someone who's working with a family, like, you know, they're doing, even though you don't agree with what, how they're responding to their child or how they're doing the behavior plan they're doing the best they can. Well, I don't understand because I might not have a child with a disability or I might not have any children at all. This yes. is a real situation where when you say that, it makes perfect sense. Like, well, why, aren't they, why isn't the family emailing me or why isn't this kid handing in their homework? It's like, well, what's your, li- what's your home life like when you're Let's told you can't it. go out and you have to stay there? Oh my God, it's terrible, isn't it? And mm-hmm. so all of a sudden we all have this sort of, uh, we're, we're all going through a similar-ish. I mean, some certainly not, you know, not as easy as others, but it's similar in terms of what we've been told we can't do, what we're told we can do, how we have to respond, that when you say everyone's doing the best they can, everyone suddenly realized, you know what? I don't think, I, I think I did things in a way that I probably wouldn't have liked if I were watching myself, but I know why I did them. And it makes mm-hmm. sense now because I'm yeah. living through a, a totally. real problem, a real crisis. And, and so in, the, in that way, I think there's a, hopefully going to be more of that grace and more of that, 
reflection and understanding that everyone is just trying to get through a situation. You know what else I was thinking too? Like we all get like all of us right now, we, we are upset because we can't, maybe not everybody. Some of us, I'll put myself in the boat are upset because we can't like go out and do the things we want to do. But then like, there's a lot of us as BCBAs that work in settings where, um, access to the community is a reinforcer or is held oh, contingent yes. on other things. And I yeah. hope that this makes us rethink that like going out is not, you know, for now, like we get to experience the fact that it's a privilege. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's um, not whereas a lot of times that's become standardized, you know, to go out in the community because you did your whole token board. Like I tell you the first moment that I get to go out into my community, I don't care if I did my laundry or brushed my teeth. I'm going, yeah. I get to go. <laughs> um, I, I completely agree. I think one of the things that we were all kind of hitting on there is, you know, right now, all of, save for some cultural, you know, uh, norms for each and every person, the the contingencies of life have all kind of fallen to the wayside and the bare essentials have kind of become those new movements that we're doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those those new behaviors that are, or not new, but really the the focus has become on them because the environment's changed so much that that's really all we're able to focus on. And I hope... I'm in complete agreement with all of you. I hope that when we get through this, which we will, by the way, if, if you're listening, we will, we will get through this. Um, stay at home, and who who knew that you could save the world by sitting on your couch? So stay at home, uh, order pizza, whatever you got to do. We I've been saying this for a while. I, I feel like this is the best time in human history to have a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have so many it's things. We have some infrastructure. Yeah. yeah, 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 and we're able to do things. And I'm not talking about on you know where we are as people. What I just mean is the technologies that are available to us to yeah. sure. get, get things. Yeah. So I didn't want <laughs> to get all exi- right. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't want right. to get all existential, but it was literally just, we can, you know, if we want to go that way, that's fine. <laughs> but it's just the, the fact that we are, uh, you know, we're able to connect. We have internet, we have delivery service there. Are, I laughed when this first happened. I told my wife, um, literally four days after the, we, we were quarantined for a couple of weeks. So a couple of days into our quarantine, I told her, I said, listen, uh, I, I bet you five bucks here soon. Little Caesars figures out a way to deliver <laughs> the first two weeks of the quarantine. I think they still might be, but they, we got uh, delivery from Little Caesars and I looked at her and I said, what a time to be alive. Little Caesars is delivering. <laughs> Wait, do they, do they not deliver? No. no yeah. No. Not usually. They don't typically know. Oh. No, that's, that's their oh, yeah. whole thing. Cause they're this, they used to be in the Kmart's. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. Wow. Pizza, that pizza. Was, oh. <laughs> wow. That's a throwback. We're anymore out here. I don't know if you do up there. So we but. got pizza delivered and it was really awesome because the, they were like, just, we're going to leave it outside your door. And, yeah. I, and mm. I wrote the little, the, in my delivery, I wrote a note. I was like, I'm going to put a table out there for you. Mm-hmm. And the guy just left the, ta- left the pizza on the table, yep. rang the doorbell. I went out. He was getting in his car. I waved at him and I took the pizza inside. And I was like, mm-hmm. I never have to talk to another person again. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's an introvert. So one of my introverts have been training for this their whole my, lives. I'm, I'm I, good with this. This one of my all favorite, the aversive things out of ordering stuff for me. So right. One of my Beautiful. favorite deliveries so far has been um, there's a local uh, Total Wine here. So <laughs> oh, can, do they deliver? Um, they uh, they have water, guys. Come on. Um, <laughs> so they don't make you sign anymore. No, I don't know. No, I don't they know don't. Why I know that. But. I know. <laughs> Uh, but my first delivery guy rolled up in his, we were all in the, we all are, it's forced family fun at four o'clock every day in the front mm-hmm. driveway mm-hmm. outside. 
Um, and the guy happened to roll up in his convertible Mustang blasting journey with my box of goods right nice. next to him in the passenger That's seat. Fantastic. And oh, it's the greatest God. delivery I've ever had in my life. <laughs> and oh. it never would have happened with this. I mean, and I guess to bring some of this around, I mean, and, and uh, our guests here can maybe jump in with what they think, but I mean, there's so much shaping going on right now that we don't even understand or even realize that's going on. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, from everything from the very first day that we did on that we did school. So I got four kids at home. I have a high schooler, a first grader, a kindergartner, and a preschooler. <laughs> um, three through it's sixteen uh, right now. And the first day that we did school at home and my wife is a principal of a middle school. So she's running a building from our dining room table. Yeah. Um, that we had our visual schedule up. We had our times. It was self-guided. We had all the materials out. We were so excited. We got our day going. And I would say, and I know it was less than two hours into the day. Everybody was on their iPads because uh, half the kids were already screaming. We had scrapped everything that we had done and we were just trying to get through our first figure out Zoom at the time with our first meeting yeah. and maybe return a couple of emails after that first day. Mm-hmm. Like, so, I mean, going back, Rob, what you're saying, like we have all of these kind of processes and these thoughts that we've kind of put in place over all of this time, which completely gets dismantled, it's completely put on extinction. <laughs> and we're like, oh, but we know how to do this. Come on. And then we don't. And it's like, okay, so now what do we do? Yeah. And yeah, I, I mean, that, that's kind of been even 35 days in for us. I mean, we're still make it's on a much more micro level now, but we're still, mm-hmm. we're still making those changes with our kids and ourselves and our jobs. But I love I, that example because it is related to like, not just your professional duties, right? We're shaping our own behavior as, as humans, as, as yeah. responders mm-hmm. in, in very significant, but, but maybe like you said, kind of subtle ways. I mean, we're not really realizing what we're doing, but, but I think mm-hmm. all of us are, are slowly trying to, to maximize reinforcers and, and, mm-hmm. and we're learning along the way. It's like, well, that didn't work. Well, here's this. Well, that right. didn't work. And I'm, I'm really interested on how this is going to affect me when I'm actually back in a building and I get to see, you know, 150 kids again a day and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Wait, I cannot wait to go to work. I'm so excited. I'm, so excited. Uh, I'm just so excited. I'm going to go in. I'm going to see every, any, even if they're not yeah. on my caseload, I'll be like, do you want some help? Absolutely. I'm here for you. It's yeah. all, all here. I can't. I'm, I'm sorry, but none of your, none of your um, successors at Lindenwood will ever get a canceled class again. Like <laughs> never. They're no days. Gonna be there. Thing of the sorry. All for us. <laughs> sorry. All. Uh, <laughs> I think one of the one of the real challenges, and we we balanced it a little bit m- more here, is is really just thinking about like where are competing schedules of reinforcement because they're all over the place. Because it used to be like, well, I will go here, Diana will go there, the children will go here, and we will all go about our business, and we will access our typical schedules, we'll access our typical. <laughs> You know, uh, wherever our behavior is getting reinforced, that's what we're going to do. You know, yeah. we're all good students. We're all good Magic workers. Ball. We're doing great. <laughs> yes. And then, and then all of a sudden it's, it's, it's sort of like, well, you know how you used to feel like you could do all these things. You can't, it's impossible for you mm-hmm. to, you know, cause the things that used to be cues for you, they're gone. The things that were yep. cues for your children are gone. You know, we have one, one child who's, uh, like, 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 um, some of your older kids, Tony, who's older. So they already had like, oh, they got their iPads. They can go online and do all their work online. But then we've got a kid in elementary school where that is brand new. Like he doesn't have that level of independence. And then we have the preschooler who it's like, what are you supposed to do with yourself for 
uh, six hours. Cause I know if I, I, there's no way I can, I can just like pretend to work a job for six hours because I only got to do that because my children were no longer there. And whether you consider spending time with your child, I hope you consider that, you know, a competing really potent reinforcer because you want to spend all your time with your child as opposed to the ultimate negative, you know, reinforcement of why are my children so difficult? I don't think I taught them a a darn thing about how to entertain themselves. So I just need to make them stop by just stopping everything I'm doing and just paying attention to them. Uh, Whatever's going on there. It's, it's that, that was the, that was one of the hardest things to learn. It's like, how do I do the things that need to get done for the people that I know are counting on me? So can I ask, because we're just like diving into our personal lives, because I think that's what we all do now, because there's no outside life, <laughs> like, right. it's all sure. our personal lives. What are, what have been some of the strategies that you've developed? Like, what have you guys done to, to do that? Mm-hmm. Do you have oh, any tips yeah. that you're willing to share that are yeah. family friendly? <laughs> so for me, so for me, my husband is also working from home, but his job has been less flexible, mm-hmm. right? So he mm-hmm. is expected to work nine to five even though there is a child at home, that is his job. So my job is a little more flexible. So I've actually, even though she's three, I've created a very structured morning. It's like so structured down to like the half hour. Um, And I've had to do that because I need to, when I'm not in meetings, have to like throw all of my attention at her and all of my energy. So when I do have a meeting, she's totally over me. Right. And this is the only way that I've been able to like be successful and not have her like be whining and crying. And obviously that still happens. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. But like from, cause she wakes up so early, she's up between six and six 15 every day. So at that moment I've programmed her entire morning around. Do you do, do you do the same things we do with clients? Like, do you do like a visual schedule or like planned reinforcement or like, how do you, how do you do that? Yeah. So hilariously, I have a visual schedule, but it does not pictures. It's word-based and she can't read, but (laughs) she likes it. We're doing our best. (laughs) But she likes the idea of like looking and pretending to read the words, but I do the same thing. Like there's like five activities that we do every single morning, no matter what. And they're just in different orders, depending on whatever meeting I have. So we'll do cosmic yoga. We'll take a walk. Yeah. Yeah, I love her. Scholastic Learn at Home, which has been like my dream, the free Scholastic Learn at Home stuff, because I can like do email while she's like listening to the book Uh and then we can Mm -hmm. like get together. Uh, And then I actually have been doing Head Sprout because it's free Mm. Um, and she really likes it. And so, but those are like, I'm like not, she's not doing them alone. I'm like in her face. I'm like, yay, wow, like all up in her business. So that when I have to like actually do something, she's like, I can free play. And I was like, yeah, she's like, Right, like so. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't last very long. It lasts for like twenty minutes. But usually, I'm like, "Here's what I got, guys," and then I can do like the meetings I have to do. But (laughs) yeah. But she shows up to like my lunch meetings. Then I stick her in a room for nap, and then at that point, my husband can take over. Mm. But to be fair, my job is not getting done as it needs to get done. Right, but but what are you gonna do? Right. It's a Grace again, Tony. I think that's where we all are. Like yeah. we're doing yeah. our best and, and mm-hmm. I think it's wonderful, but I, but I love hearing, you know, I love hearing from people how they're really trying to make it work because I think yeah. we're all just kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall a little, and we are yeah. supposed to have these like strategies that work. So some of them do, and that's great. Yeah. Do I think she's learning? No, not really. But do I care? It really no. Matter. Yeah. No, I yeah. care that we're interacting and we have something that she likes doing that is directed. Right. 
Mm -hmm. And yeah, so much so that she doesn't want to hang out with me when I don't, when I need her not to. <laughs> yeah. That's been our evolution uh, too. Oh, our, our youngest is he's, he's, he's been doing his letters. He's, he's got four. a couple sounds. He's four. He oh. is kind of convinced he's going to learn to read really soon. Um, Cause he sounded out a word after listening to me sounded out. Uh, but he said, he said that yours can have uh, our phonics books when he's, he's pretty sure oh. it's going to be day now. He's going to learn to read. Good. Like I'm going to give them to, 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 you know, I'll pass those. And then she can learn to read. I was like, okay. I mean, I, I, love, I love the really optimism. Sweet. I mean, yeah. that's I actually like, very sweet. I love yeah, that he's thinking he about her. He is. Yes. I feel like the odd man out here because I'm, you know, there's there's all these families <laughs> with young kids, older kids, and I'm just sitting here with a dog and a cat. Still, well, still, that, so though. Well, I hope Tell I us them on a tight schedule. Yeah, yeah. They, they are. Actually. Have they learned to read? Is the question I have. I have for you. Spanish, <laughs> Mr. actually. Ed. I, I call. Uh, but Petunia is now Puss in Boots, <laughs> so nice. she can. Uh, yeah, she. We, we've been watching a lot of Shrek. Um, nice. Again, don't you can retake that as you will. Don't again. Don't have children. Um, Shrek happens to be on Shrek. I think is the new national treasure for TNT. So uh, no, no it's, it's on all the time, and it just happens to play. And I don't, I don't stop it. Uh, <laughs> we're big, so we're big we animated all? fans. Yeah, here yeah. in in our house. Same. How are we all? Um, since since yeah, we totally did take over the podcast with Kid Talk. Clint, I'm sorry, uh, but no, man, uh, how how are we all managing? Um, trying to stay active in this sedentary land that we now live in because Ooh. that's been a huge challenge for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah. I've been up 10 pounds and down five already. <laughs> anybody so working on the COVID-20? roller coaster. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Any, anybody working on the COVID-20? Yeah, I, I started I, to. Is you? I, to some extent, I've... I, I don't, I haven't, I haven't, we don't have a scale in the house for some reason. I don't know what it's happened. Probably a good call. Um, <laughs> but it, it, so many of my cues around, around eating, you know, I usually have coffee and then that's kind of it in the morning and then I can go for a while. And then I realized, I think I mostly had lunch when I was at work just to like have a, have a reason to like not have to talk to anyone for 15 mm -hmm. or 20. Like I'm eating, I have sure. to go over here. Like, I, mean, I usually do yeah. my work or I read an article or something, you know, something kind of low key, but useful or work related. Useful. And, when that's not when that's not around, it's like I just I don't need to eat anything for a long chunk of the day, and then I'm somewhat scared. Even though Dinah tells me this is not going to be the case, but most of our food has been in like bags in the garage from like delivery. So when I look around, it's like, there's not a lot of food around. I better not eat very much because we might starve. And so I think a lot of that has sort of shaped my behavior to like I guess I'll just eat one meal a day and then kind of. <laughs> so, uh, I don't so know that's what I'll interesting do. that you said that's that because we actually had to do an intervention with. Uh, I mentioned before we got started. I'm I'm living with my um, parents who are in their seventies as of Friday, which is a whole adventure on its own. But mm -hmm. one, of the, one of the things is- um, the circle so my, of life. My dad is in his 70s and he's a very, very active tennis player. He's actually mm. like kind of amazing. You watch him like hobble around the house and you're like, you can't play sports. And he gets out there and beats like people less than half of his age. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Um, but he can't play now. And one of the things we've been struggling with him is he's lost a lot of weight because there's not that um, motivating operation of I just- exercise a lot. I know yeah. I'm very, very hungry yeah, um, yeah, or I'm, yeah. I'm tired and I'm going to eat. And he has all these cues that are, you know, he used to, he comes home from a tennis match and he would eat an entire box of popcorn and then eat dinner. And like, now mm. those things aren't, those routines aren't available. So we've been trying to kind of reintroduce those prompts and, and, and things like that to get him to eat more, which is certainly not my COVID problem, but right. his, <laughs> his um, issue has been like, you know, how do we, um, introduce these augmented prompts to get him to eat regularly because the natural MO is not there. And how do we, you know, 
uh, introduce like, you know, popcorn's not a meal. It's mm-hmm. what a snack. I know, I know, I know. But it's funny that you know. I think there's there's problems on both ends. Some of us are mm-hmm. eating too much. Some of us are eating too infrequently. Some of us are changing what we eat. That's actually been my helpful uh, thing. So I, if people listen, had a horrible Starbucks habit um, where (laughs) I would get chai tea lattes pretty much every day. Like I would say that I wasn't getting them every day, but really happened. You know, I, you know, (laughs) I was there and I would actually buy them for people. So it'd make me feel better about drinking them. Like Diana got so many free things and she's like, I don't want this. And I was like, don't care. Hi. <laughs> um, it was good so, for me. <laughs> yeah, it's great for you. But so for me, it's been really interesting because I had a problem while working about eating lunch, actually just even eating lunch and like eating on a schedule, right? So, and drinking Starbucks as my breakfast. Um, but one thing that I've changed here is I'm, I don't have Starbucks, right? I have not do I have not done the drive through thing because who, who needs that in their life? Um, I don't need that added stress. Like, oh, I have to wait five days. I'm not even going to the grocery store. So, right. So that's me. Um, And so I've been drinking tea in like the tea bags. Mm -hmm. Found one that I love. And I've been eating lunch at noon every day because I have a kid that's like, sit beside me. Mm -hmm. And I've been eating what she's eating. And I actually feed her like not horrible. So I've actually lost like some weight that nice, nice. Bec- I'm pretty sure it's because I'm eating regularly. I'm actually sleeping more probably because I'm okay. a little bit sad. Right. But, <laughs> and I've not had Starbucks every day for, right. It's funny. Well, how we don't the, have our hour commute either. That, yes, that's yeah. True. That's you. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. it's funny how natural contingencies change due to the mm-hmm. environment. And yeah. mine's kind of been, I mean, it's obviously, like I said, I don't have kids, but it's been following in the same line. My personal, habits because I used to like Rob you I resonated with you and you're like hey I used to eat at work just to uh, not talk to people now mine wasn't necessarily that but I used to just eat at work because that's where I was that was you know, yeah. you know it was, to me it was really a break because I you know I was working long hours and oh hey man it's noon and like you know mm-hmm. it's a good time to talk about those CMOs and stuff popping in you know your stomach's like hey you eat around this time yeah. every day it's time mm-hmm. to eat and so I, exactly there it is and I've been uh, I've been rocking out intermittent fasting as a mm. style of eating for probably eight or nine months now consistently, mm. and um, that was great because like your your dad Maggie I would go I would so I would um, I shaped my behavior going to the gym over the last year, and it got oh. to the point yeah it was Sorry. it was really bad um, oh it, it it was really bad and I've always been a fan of lifting weights and all that stuff so I finally made myself go in. I was on like this continuous reinforcement thing, right? Where I, I was shaping myself where I would first, I would go in and I, I'm not even, this is exactly what happened. I did cardio for five or 10 minutes, usually five, at least five was the minimum requirement. And then I could go, my gym has a shake counter. So I could go get a delicious, I like protein shakes. So I could go get one. I did this every time um, that I would go to uh, the gym. And then it was sort of like a changing, changing criterion sort of thing. I kept the continuous reinforcement there. But then I upped the duration and then I upped and I added another part of a behavior chain. So then it wasn't just doing um, cardio. Then I had to go lift weights for 20 minutes. And so I ended up working that up in my own life for over the last, you know, nine, 10 months. I got to the point where I was working out six days a week for about an hour and a half. And uh, it was going really well. Jealous. Yeah. Right. I well, know. I'm like, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> that's again, that's the, the, one of the benefits of not having any time constraints with family. 
Um, you know, I just, I don't have kids. I don't I, think your wife would agree with that. Right. I, know. <laughs> I, I, was, I was about to operationally define what I meant by family. Um, those days, my wife works, my wife works at a hospital, so she works 12 hour days. So, um, most of the time during the day, I'm kind of left to my own devices. If I'm, you know, in between clients or at work or on lunch, um, you know, if I've got time off, I try to, my office isn't too far from a gym. So I try to do that. Uh, when I have time spaced out between clients. And so I don't have to do it when I get home so I can spend time with my wife. That's what I meant by family. family yeah. <laughs> um, but that went away really quick, right? And I got home and I, I noticed we were quarantined for two weeks. We had um, COVID-like symptoms, but we couldn't get tested because we didn't meet any of their requirements. So what we ended up doing, the, our doctors put us on quarantine for two weeks. So we just stayed in. And I mean, it was great, but what we ended up doing was when we'd make those essential trips to the grocery store, it wasn't very behavior chef-like. Um, I ended up buying, you know, all the pizza rolls and hot pockets and uh, all the goodies. Um, so I, I noticed that I was getting frustrated with myself because as I started to feel better from the symptoms and they went away, I was left with these contingencies I had shaped over not wanting to cook. When I don't feel good, I don't like to cook very often. I have to yeah. will myself to do it. Me neither. Yeah. And, um, so I would throw in pizza rolls and, and, you know, my wife went along right with me. She was all excited about it too. So we just had a good old time together. Reinforcing our time together was more important than, you know, yeah. our nutritional, uh, behavior at that point. But what we ended up doing, um, uh, was switching over. Now this is a personal choice that I made. We ended up switching over to uh, keto. And so my environmental uh, variables changed where I couldn't get to a gym. All the gyms closed down. I have some stuff. I borrowed some weights from my, par- uh, my father-in-law. I bought some resistance bands. None of those things are reinforcing enough for me to continue doing it uh, just personally. So they're not very helpful for me. Uh, so what I started doing was focusing on what I, you know, we created the behavior chef to cook. So I'm a fan of doing that, hopefully, right, if we run this thing. So uh, I started looking into keto, and it's a way that I can manage things in a short period of time. It's been fun. It's been cool learning a new style of eating and things. And this is all, you know, just a personal choice. I'm not promoting or anything. This is just me talking. But it, it's been fun. I have been losing, uh, losing weight on it. Anytime you make a decent diet change, there's usually some kind of residual benefit. But I've been able to eat good things, uh, try new dishes, and then it led to what we've been doing uh, with Behavior Chef. Now, during the quarantine time, we've been thinking, how can we, uh, how can we give back a little bit? Not only are you guys cool with us sharing this live and kind of looking in the comments and having fun, people are having a good time uh, watching and, and listening to us for some reason. Sadika's on here, Clint. You should say hi. Absolutely. <laughs> That's we have absolutely. people from Argentina checking us out today too. Yeah, so, oh. so shout out to the comment uh, section. You guys are awesome. Um, cool. Yeah. And so one of the things we're doing now, we started last Saturday. We had um, the Behavior Chef brunch, which we've rebranded as the Behavior Chef cookout. And um, we got together at 11 o'clock Central Standard Time because that's you know the time that, that I, works for me, <laughs> really. But, uh, you know, and we're playing with flexibility for that. But we had probably, we had about 25 people sign up, and I think we had about 12 or 15 uh, join in, but we did some Just eggs. such a relaxing blast of, of yeah. community and fun. I had a great fun. time, Clint. It was, it was it Thank awesome. you. It was awesome. So we're actually, we're going to be presenting that uh, for CEUs starting next week. So, cool. Uh, yeah, if you guys. Come are, cook some stuff with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go check That's out. Awesome. For you to watch. Absolutely. So you can register for free. Uh, it's at behaviorchef.com backslash CEU. 
um, there's a pretty easy breakdown of how to, to sign up for it. So you can sign up for free to just come and have fun and hang out. Or if you want a CE for it, um, Maggie has uh, been a big help in all this that we're going to offer one uh, learning. I know they've changed the, the categories. So, uh, well, Diana, Rob, and Jackie can give us the full breakdown because they offer CEs from forever. That's true. That was the That's that was true. the model. And man, <laughs> it's you know I know it's it's fun to do a podcast and it's fun to learn. But I think having that is something that we can we can offer was was really nice because I know we, um, you know, because of some of like the talks breaking down, you know, breaking down or going online or people having to cancel plans or being stuck somewhere that they don't have good internet anymore. Uh, we, you know, we, we had that kind of ready to go. So for folks who wanted to hear some relevant topics about telehealth or about how to change behavior in the pandemic, we had a whole bunch of episodes like ready to go. So we could just give out like, yeah, same thing. We, you know, usually there's like a small fee for the processing. Yeah. Uh, but, but we had a bunch that were just ready to go and they were, you know, ready to be out and they were, you know, all free and Wait, what was that? Like the supervision series this year and the telehealth focus, um, and and weirdly, the stimulus fading episode have been like Ooh. one some of my favorites. Like I, I've just oh, really you. really enjoyed those. Um, I like I said that's that's my stroller walk routine even before this happened. Always so uh, it's, it's well, great. Like we said, or like I said when I was on on you know when we were gracious graciously given the opportunity to be guest on your show, I I would do. Oh yeah, that one too. That's also my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I think Maggie's nose just grew a little bit. Right, <laughs> but we, I love that one. That's my favorite one. We, uh, I, I would drive, you know, a lot. You know, this job you drive a lot. Just in in life, we drive a lot. So when I was studying, I would actually use uh, you guys quite often to listen to you break down some concepts and go over, um, you know, the the articles. And it was so helpful for me to do that while I was in school. So again, I said it then, but I, I want to say it now too. Thank you. Uh, oh, you're very welcome. You're welcome. We're I doing mean, it. For us ourselves too, we're learning things as we go, right? It's helping yeah. us. Yeah, we have uh, what's coming everything. up? Resurgence. I didn't know anything about resurgence, and I said <laughs> I don't want to do resurgence because I don't want to learn about. And it. I was like, "We're <laughs> doing it. We're That's doing. Why you're doing it." But <laughs> when you publicly post like we're doing an episode on resurgence, I can't now just be like, oh, "I didn't read the articles." Everyone listening, sorry, I'll not tell you. Hopefully, uh, so, Diana will. So here's it. an. I got a question for you. I'll, I'll jump in, and it. It's uh, going to deviate a little bit from, from COVID, but specifically for you guys, because uh, it's been four years now. You just celebrated your four years, correct? Is it four yeah, years? Yeah, four years in March. Which is okay, awesome. So thank you. Thank you. So, and we are kind of delving into nutrition and behavior and kind of this world. Over the past four years and the topics that you guys have covered, have you guys seen uh, an evolution of people branching out. What's that look like from your perspective and you getting to talk to a lot of really cool people and look through all these articles? In terms of the overall, re- like kind of the, the pattern of research on the field? Yeah, like ha- have you seen a lot of just this kind of branching outside? You know, we, we're known for autism and we're known for clinical work. And then, you know, you have nerds like us who who kind of delve into these realms. Like what's that look like from your perspective from people kind of branching out? Have you seen a, is it, new is it something you've seen from the past so what i think is happening is that there's more avenues for people to display their work and display their passions and display their interests so i think i don't i don't i'm not sure right we don't have data to support this right i'm not sure if we're we're branching out i know (laughs) (laughs) you told us we didn't need any guys don't don't drop this on (laughs) hey to be fair this wasn't me 
I know. Sorry. You're right. Dead R. Dead R. I know. It's late. It's late. I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, but I think now there's so many different podcasts or so many different avenues for behavior analysts to Mm -hmm. get together and talk about their passions. I think that helps. I think it's going to help broaden the field, but I, I think also it's helping other people tell people what they're doing when before they were always doing it, but nobody knew they were doing it. Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. The platform has, de- I mean, the platform has definitely changed in, <laughs> we're so young in, in this, this little niche we have here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the behavior chef was created last year on uh, Valentine's day. And so, uh yeah, I think I actually told that story on, on your podcast. So <laughs> if you want to know more about the podcast or great things we were going to present at ABAI this year, go listen to our episode. <laughs> yeah. On ABA Insight it's Trail. like reading okay. in your car, but safer. But safer. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't have Although the, I will admit I did one time, one time ran into a sign because I was so focused on ABI inside track that I see it coming up on the sidewalk and One stroller went chunk. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. I was in the car. But I was walking. I was walking. Okay, it was yeah. dangerous. Okay. So ABA one track mind. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It was very much. Maybe it was a stimulus fading episode. And I was like, yeah, mm, maybe. Chunk. <laughs> So with time and everything that's been going on, maybe I can bring this back around to COVID, what our original topic was. <laughs> so, you know, I'll, I'll be just transparent here. You know, I've been working on a vision and kind of what Behavior Bites, the YouTube and cooking show side is going to look like for a year now. And I'm just now getting to land on that with a lot of learning curves. And I thought, oh man, I'm going to have all this time on my hands mm-hmm. now that I'm, I mean, I'm quarantined for, you know, God knows how long. And I've found that that's absolutely not true. I agree. Uh, yeah. I mean, There's my job, I've, I have I have put more into my job every single day, more hours in. And then again, Jackie, especially, oh, I feel you in like balancing with your spouse mm-hmm. on what's going on today. I mean, we have a color-coded schedule now right. that we've managed to come down to. I talked about things that didn't work. The things that are working is my wife and I have schedules and we look at one and Mine is kind of the opposite. Mm-hmm. So we can balance all that stuff out. And I thought I was going to have all this time on my hands to do all this work. And Me I don't too. know about you guys. I, I have not. No. <laughs> I, made, I made a list. I made a list. When I found out I, Friday the 13th, I was like, this is my moment. Yeah. I moved into my house like almost three years ago, right. done zero things. Here's my moment. So I outlined everything that I've wanted to do. I'm like, this is, this is going to be amazing. Like, That's right. I'm going to. I'm going to do so much yoga in my backyard. I'm going to, which is crazy. I'm going to, right. I'm going to, no, but real yoga. (laughs) I'm going to like get up early. I'm going to like train for a marathon. I'm going to like clean my yard, do all this painting, do all this Mm -hmm. interior work. Right. I had it all. It's been sitting in a room, just piling up. No. So I've been, what you said, what, 35 days. Uh, So my question is, what are you watching on Netflix? Right. So. I've done day drinking and watching your kids on a tricycle, right? I've done. <laughs> if anyone wants to see my my COVID day drinking game, yeah. I wrote a really good one. It's on I, my I'm with you. We'll, we'll stay on after this. Yeah. I gotta see it. You can use chocolate if you're single parenting like me, nice. but it's still right. good. Same. I've done one thing on my list of thirty, and it's because I can do it in the afternoon at like between the five to five fifty range, where I'm like uh-huh. I'm done with life. I'm gonna go outside. I've been ripping out 
stuff in my backyard that has been like infiltrating my neighbor's yards for like 20 years. But it's because then my kid can just be outside. I don't have to interact with her at that point. I'm over it. Right. So that, that's my one thing. Does it look like crap? Yes. The challenge is so it's, it's so, cause I, I think most of us are used to our learning history is when it's like, you have to go home. It's like, great, I'll go home and I'll just do what I do when I'm at home. Right. But what the reality is, is you're not just at home. You're working mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. home or you're trying to do your job yeah. while you're at home. It's probably the more, the more accurate or precise description of what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 that's true. And you can't, you're spending more time trying to reinvent well, what what was my what was right. the task analysis for doing simple things that I could get yeah. done like that at yeah. work? Right. Oh, I got to rewrite that, and it's got seventy more steps now because mm-hmm. I have to include my spouse and my children and my mm-hmm. pets usually yeah. aren't there, and I don't have the technology that I had before. I can't get a printer, or my printer is a tiny little you know my dot matrix thing going. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> not going to be the same. And yeah. that's where you're spending all totally. your the extra time that you thought you're going to have. And then at the end of the day, you're like, well, now it's just normal night. Except I can't yeah. go anywhere. Right. So I'm, I'm not going to do extra work. I'm exhausted already. I'm just going to probably do. That's probably the most uh, normal sort of pattern of behavior of like, oh, sure. it's six right. o'clock. I, I'm going to make dinner and then we'll sit and eat dinner and then mm-hmm. I'll watch a little TV. Well, and I agree. Extra stimuli and stuff too. I mean, like I'll get an email on my phone and then I, I look 20 feet over and I can see my work set up and I'm like, I could probably go answer that email or go put but something together real quick, but yeah. you can't. Yeah. But it's Juggle. there. So now you're thinking about that and it's not just a complete escape like you were saying. Yeah. I mean, and shaping all this stuff. I mean, it's hilarious. Like during the day, I don't know if I'm ever going to get my kids to actually eat in a regular dining room anymore because they see that as the <laughs> office now. So they, like even during the day, they come to the edge of the <laughs> office, the edge of the dining room, and then they stop. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's it's really a dining room still, guys. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's been Except one of my silver room. linings for this whole thing too, though, is I love how us as a behavior analytic community have started to show some of our human side. Like I think yes. we're, we've been so conditioned to be like these super, super humans. Like I'm so glad you I've got everything on a schedule. I, yeah. I reinforce everything that I'm supposed to do. I've got oh, all this no. stuff under control. And like, it's been really wonderful for me to see like all of us kind of let down our guard and be like, you know what? Yeah. No, we're doing our very best and we are using some of these strategies, but we're mm-hmm. using them imperfectly and we're trying as hard as we can, but you know, yeah. I'm, sometimes I'm you run into to... a sign, or sometimes your children don't mm-hmm. go into the dining room anymore. Like yeah. it's okay. <laughs> and sometimes your kids don't act the way that you know, as behavior analysts are. I mean, oh, the kids no. don't aren't perfect. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You know, you My know, kids and, are perfect, which can be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go pet your dog. My dog. Uh, <laughs> but it's just, I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's humbling because I mean, to, I'm going to try to say this without falling into a stereotype, is we kind of have this perception of kind of always having control in situations and observing and understanding and predicting and be writing for these things when we don't know what we don't know what's going on. We we don't know what's coming next. And I pride myself in building processes and I don't feel like I know how to build a process for anything now. No. And um so that it does force us, as you said, Maggie, just to kind of be a little humble and show some humanity, which I think is much needed and is very for my Tony Chambers opinion is a much needed thing in our field is a little more humanity sometimes uh, coming from behavior analysts themselves. Uh, it's, it's forcing us a lot, a lot of us to do that. And, uh, and I, and I love it. Yeah. I, I it's one positive. I just, I released, yeah, me too. Um, I just released the episode. Um, gosh, it was last night, night before with team ABA that I was able to do. Unfortunately it was a little while before, a little while ago before all of this happened and just, 
you know, life got in the way, so I couldn't edit it for a while. But I, I, when I was listening to it back, there are a few things on there that I had said that was in vain with, you know, we, we could show a little more humanity and I feel like we're, you know, just kind of disconnected and we don't play well with others sometimes. And then as I edited it, I, I was like, man, you know, those things are true. And then I'm like, oh man, I wonder who, how many people in the field are going to hear that and they're going to be upset about it. Um, but in reality, I, you know, if there is, I'm sorry if I upset you, that wasn't my intention. My intention was to call to attention this conversation we're having here, the, the humility piece. We get so good, good. We, we attempt to get so good about being the ABA machine we can kind of forget yeah. the human component sometimes. And that's kind of, yeah. you know, that's why this, this podcast is, is so much fun to do for me. And so far my guests have loved it, at least to my face. So it's a, um, it's a coffee shop style thing. You know, sure. are we, are we trying to get everything right? Um, that we talk about? Yes. Uh, uh you know, are we going to misspeak sometimes? Probably. It's Data never... R, right, Maggie? <laughs> I say, are you are you going to get a text message from Maggie saying, uh, that might not be accurate, um, probably. Yeah, but. actually, that has happened. Uh, <laughs> very, but, very infrequently. But Yeah, it's, very but infrequently. It's okay, but it's, the message is always correct. It is, and that's, but that's kind of what, um, so, you know, we were talking, I was ta- thinking earlier when we were talking about how this is a new normal and how there's all these platforms now for ABA to get out there. There's all these different podcasts and people there. There are study podcasts and there are generalization podcasts and there are, you know, personality podcasts and all that out there. Um, but what I like about having, you know, as I called her earlier, our Muppeteer, is that we're, we stay conceptually systematic. We stay technological. Um, sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll, it's, just, it's just the way it is. Sometimes you'll forget jargon and I might misuse it, not on purpose. But, um, you know, if so, I can edit it and Maggie can check it. She, she knows stuff so tightly. You know, if I have questions, I go to her. Because um, I listen to ABA Inside Track every day. That's it. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> nice. You know, when we first, um, uh, when Tony first hooked up with you guys at the Thompson Center and was like, hey, you know, they were talking about kind of collaborating. And then we got the email from Rob um, about, hey, I just had a couple questions I threw together. And it was pretty much the introduction to a dissertation. Uh, <laughs> which is ironic so, i never wrote a dozen <laughs> right right so tony and i kind of freaked out a little bit we're like oh man this yeah. is the, you know this is more than we thought but when we got there you know just like everything it, it always uh it always begets reality you know per- perception so perception before we got there was definitely freaking out and then we get there we had so much fun like i said earlier we had a two-hour podcast it was you guys great are, guys are back here i don't so feel cool. like this is going to be the last time we're ever going to cross promote like it's such no. a fun thing to... i don't think so no, no, no that's uh, that's good that's good yeah i love I, it but that's that's the that's the thing about the field is the field is i mean no matter what your job is there should be some element of i'm getting better at my job and i'm having a good time learning yes. more about what makes what i do important yes. and yes. you know kind of going kind of coming back around to the the theme we were talking about is i think there are probably a lot of folks out there who might have had a job that's considered essential now that may not have always thought of themselves as essential, or we may have actually not point. thought of them as essential mm-hmm. ourselves mm-hmm. and sort of put that upon them. And then we think about how many, how many roles people are now doing that would have been like, Oh, someone who delivers growth. Like that's a, that's a, that's a nice job, I guess, but it's not as important as me. I'm a whatever. And some of those jobs that were super, super important, you got to go to a big fancy office. Guess what? Nobody needs you go work at home. Nobody's yeah. going to talk to you because your job is suddenly not as important as someone who has to that's deliver right. food because we need, we need that now. And, well, and I, I think I fall in that category, right? Like I'm a, I'm a professor. Like it sounds good on a resume, but realistically, <laughs> like my job now is just support the mental health and development of my students and make sure they're okay as much yeah. as I can. And it falls in the right. same category as Tony is talking about. Like, do I, 
do I check in on them or am I one right. more email that they don't need right now? They yeah. just mm-hmm. need to get well, through this. And watching, I mean, and following in between all of that, watching education from two different perspectives as a therapist and service provider, and then across the table, three feet from me, um, someone who is an administrator in education and watching that world unfold. Um, and then knowing, of course, all the teachers in between. I mean, it is, it, it's really interesting what the evolution of this is going to be and how in the chains from upper administrations down to your folks who are still showing up at school buildings every day that you didn't even know are still showing up, yeah. uh, keeping, mm-hmm. keeping schools uh, clean and making sure that they stay clean and making sure that they're safe. I mean, there, there's, you know, I'm trying to bring this back around as a full thought here <laughs> of, <laughs> I love just, those little flyaways. We're, yeah, we're we're just uh, all of us kind of of land, and hopefully, I'll just bring it back around to this, just because that you can't hit on this point too much of really appreciating those who we interact with every day, from our grocery clerks to um, even all the way up to our professors and and to those folks, and and really gaining perspective on maybe not so much titles but just as as humans and thanking them for what they do and their in their small part to make it all work together to to be happy for what we have well analytically speaking i think i think we're, we're what we're getting to there you know to kind of flesh out that thought a little bit is like sure. those social constraints of of title um they they've lost their reinforcing value mm-hmm. yeah man you know and Good. socially speaking we're, we're finding out how uh, you know how people are are created for a relational purpose, and and people uh, really thrive regardless of introvert or not. We 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 thrive on human interaction, and so the it's more it's less about what you can do, and it's more about your that verbal social behavior. Now we're kind of yeah. switching over to that. So the name um, essential worker being tied over and over again, right? Analytically speaking, being tied over and over again to those like the Uber Eats drivers and the um, the people at the grocery stores, that's inherently, hopefully, increasing their value of themselves because we're yeah. seeing, you know, we're as a, as a community, we're, we're getting to see like, hey, they're the real backbone here. Um, those guys, you know, the ones that we already knew about, the doctors and the nurses and the, the health professionals, I still think that they're upper echelon. You know, I don't think that's changing for anybody's uh, sure. opinions but these these boots on the ground people that you know yeah. get washed over all the time because of the suits because of you know the social uh, components that go into that those things are gone now and what we have are human beings doing things for other human beings uh, and that's what really makes them yeah. essential and how it all fits together i mean in, in behavior analysis we we kind of look at you know, kind of this end picture and we think of all the kind of these prerequisite behaviors that have to come before it. And it usually starts with something super rudimentary, super, I mean, take a reading or even talking, for instance, you're talking about a single letter, a single sound that has to completely evolve into somebody who can hopefully read a novel or a textbook or at least signs for a day and get, and get through life. And every, whether it's that first tiny little step um, at the beginning or that end game, every step in between counts. And I think that can reflect in in jobs, I think in titles and and people what for what we see now and we're really getting a good view of how all of that fits together. And I hope that perspective isn't lost after this. I agree. Totally. You know, I, I promised you guys somewhere around an hour and I I wanna 
because <laughs> I know well, I know you've got kiddos and you guys are probably wanting to go to bed yourself. But I always like he's, to wrap- he's loving the extra reading time, so he won't <laughs> complain. But yeah, fair so enough. Should go do that thing. Yeah, <laughs> I, well, I I like to um, I like to wrap up our our episodes with just kind of some thoughts from our guests that can be practical for our listeners. So um, you know, right now. Each of you, I want each of you to be able to, if you can, you know, I know it's on the spot, so sorry, but I'd, I'd like each of you to be able to give, you know, one or two things that, first of all, you'd like the audience to know right now. Because I, like for mm. me, I want them to know that it's okay uh, to be anxious. I want them to know that it's okay to be human. It's okay to put your family first. Um, you know, Maggie, you said it earlier. Am I one more email they need right now? Right? Because uh, I know there's a deadline coming up and I'm sure they know that. Do they need me to give them that other prompt or is it better if I give them, you know, a little bit of, of a break? Sure. And, and what do you get? And one thing that you're doing, you know, now going forward, that's going to be the, you know, the new normal for you, even when this, when this is over, what's one thing you're learning um, now to apply just for the rest of life in general. Mm. So whoever wants to take it away, take it away. I'll go first. Why not? Um, working in the education world and uh, coming from my point of view is just uh, one thing that I want people to walk away with, uh, especially all the parents who have either one or, or more kids at home is that um, do your best every day and that whatever you're doing is for yourself to make your kids um, happy for the day and to make sure that you can get through your day sanely is exactly what you need to be doing. No more, no less. Um, I have had a lot of understanding teachers, uh, teachers and school districts are trying to survive however they can and are required to send a lot of stuff out to parents. Um, but parents can then do what they want with it and whatever you're choosing to do with your kid every day, whether they get through one math problem or they get through 15 is going to be absolutely perfect. Or maybe no math not having a, yeah, maybe your kid is not having a great day. So you know what? They get to cross it off that day. You know what? Yeah. You get to, you, that's, you know, we have fallen, as I said, I started with what didn't work. What works now is a simple checklist. They get through three or four things a day that's self-guided. And if we're having a bad day, they get to check something off if they get through one thing like, and, and that's fine. So parents take a deep breath. We are all feeling you from behavior analytic world to education. Otherwise you're doing great. Whatever you're doing now. Yeah. Or I made my kids all some little coupons for different things like nice stay up late extra hour of tv oh, I like that you choose dinner and then one of them skips school for the day well, I, want, like, I want i want know, those right and they're all things that don't you know they don't cost anything and no. all of them whether they were four or 12 were really excited about them and i and i think the reason is that it just gives them a little bit of control absolutely back, right because their entire world has been turned upside down too. And I like my guys have handled it pretty well, but you start to see the cracks for them mm-hmm. and how they're trying to hold themselves together. And, and they all responded really well just to the idea, I think of having a little more being able to say no to something. Yeah. So that's something that I would like to that's continue. Cool. Advocation. Yeah. Very, yeah, very right. powerful. Yeah. Self, self-advocation more than anything. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I think this is a good time to uh, for everyone to be a little bit more, you know, reflective or however much, how reflective they want to, you know, think about it. Like, uh, you know, you're doing an FBA on a chunk of your life. It could be small, it could be big because for a lot of us, I feel like there is a, a minimal expectation. You know, I think everyone is 
in the same boat in terms of I can't do what I used to do for at least a week, a month, two months, three months, who knows? So everyone is doing not as well as they want to be doing. And there's sort of, this is one of the few times probably in your life, you're going to get permission to, you know, you're doing a bad job and that's okay. Bad is good. And bad is good. And really take that time to sort of think about, well, what's working for me in the moment? What's working for me in the moment? What's not working for me? And then really, you know, think, thinking about, well, what, what do I want to prioritize? What's important to me? And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do more with that. I'm going to spend more time with that. I'm going to give myself permission to not worry as much about that. And that's easier said than done. Yeah. But just like with any skill, uh, you, you do need to practice it. So this is, I think, one of the few times we'll probably have in our adult lives, probably the only time in our adult life where I think we do have permission to say, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do this right. I want, and just, I'm going to focus on this one thing. I'm going to do this one thing well, and really think about, well, what are you doing well Mm. about that? How is it making your life better? How is it making you feel better as a person so that when this is all over and hey, by the way, you actually got to get those reports to me. You can't use the, oh, I got my kids and those, that's not an excuse anymore. Um, What were were the things you learned from that process so that you can keep that going? Because those are going to be the pieces of of your life that are going to be the core values you want to continue focusing on and building into your you know, into what's going on in your life. And I think in terms of mental health, that's going to be a big step and it's not easy to do. So I I, I feel a little glib saying, let's just do that, everyone. It's fine. Don't worry about it. But give yourself that break and then use that time to be reflective. I think looking at the word, learning how to say no as a response class (laughs) is uh, realistically, because learning, you know, there's some books on the power of no and things like that, but learning how to say no as an actual response class not just the emphatic no, but uh, I need a break. Um, I can't right now. You know, I'll get to that in a little bit. Those different responses to that same stimuli of get away from me, whatever it is, you know, that it's important. And it's something I've been working on. And, you know, I'm only 30. So I'm, I know I'm new to the game in a lot of ways. And I'm still young compared to uh, Me too. Uh, the rest of us. Yeah, well, I'm I like wasn't, so young. I'm not what are we, like 30 and six months maybe? Yeah. Hang on, I, I, everybody jumps on that. I wasn't, gonna, I wasn't trying to say you. I just mean in general. In, I'm on the shallow end of the ABA pool, uh, however you look at it. I'm, I'm a newer I'm – I'm just finishing my first two years as a BCBA. I'm only 30. I don't have kids yet. So I'm pretty naive to a lot of things you guys are talking about. And it's, it's good for me to learn. I'm glad to listen. But I have learned, I've taken this time because I feel like I've been given a little bit of a gift of having some extra time in my life to learn how to say no. And I've learned how to say no to me first. I think that's one thing. I think I'm double dipping here and I already said one, but I'm taking another one. Learn how to say no to yourself. Um, It'll change the way you look at you because it shows how much you value you. And really, if you're going to value the world as much as you value your world. And if you don't value yourself first, you're not going to be helpful to other people. Uh, I, I think I've said this every single episode I've been on or that I've done. When I had the episode with Steve Hayes, uh, he simply said something that changed my entire outlook on life. Go figure. Steve can do that kind of thing. But he said, you know, Clint, I don't use the term dissemination. I don't, because that, to me, that denotes that I know something you need. And, you know, that already puts this inferiority complex. It already puts me on a higher echelon. What I do anytime I do either be a TED talk or a book signing or anything like that, I simply say, I hope that I've been helpful to you. And man, if that hasn't changed the way that I just see, you know, again, talking about the ABA machine, right? Um, 
and trying to, I guess we're being candid here, you know, trying to build uh, uh, something out of nothing with the behavior chef and, you know, get, get notoriety in some way so people can see you and people can hear you and uh, get your own platform. Starting doing all that, I got caught up in, you know, how much can I post? Uh, how annoying can I be with that? You know, how can I, how can I bug people into coming to see me instead of just saying, hey, how can I be helpful? And that's where, you know, we have like the, the behavior chef cookouts come in and things like that. That's why we're trying to be helpful. Um, you know, I actually, who I've taken, I think Maggie and Jackie's time, I totally stole those. So, um, you, you bright ladies take it away. Um, and you say something more poignant than me, go for it. Mine's not very poignant at all, but I think if you have friends, you should call them often and use them. Right. Use your friends. Um, Yes. Use your friends because I think this is a time where some people are okay. Some people are not okay. Some people are going to be okay one day and not okay the next day. Yeah. Right. Because I think we're not just unequivocally not fine or fine. I think it's a yeah. wave of fine and not fine. It is. Um, and so this is a time to really, you know, even though we can't see our friends, be with our friends however we can. So that's, that's my takeaway and use that later. Right. Because we can't, we can't do anything if we don't have our friends. That's and I perfect. guess I'm just going to like kind of balance off of that too is my not, not super poignant, but I think this is a great time for us to learn some, some empathy um, mm-hmm. and really expand our, our cultural competence, right? We always like throw that out there, like a thing that we all need to do and there's no way to do it. And it's all controversial, but like, this is a great experiential learning opportunity for us to step back and check in on our friends and see what their experience is like incorporate that into our practice later someday um don't do it now get through your own experience yeah um but you know to to really try to understand where other people are coming from for for many of us this is very different but for some people this isn't yeah um and so this is a, a nice opportunity for us to try to take those these lessons, these COVID lessons, uh, we call them COVID silver linings here. We've got like a big list. We're trying to, trying to keep them going, but, uh, you know, to take those things and, um, and eventually when we're, when we're ready to incorporate those into, into doing better to serve other people right now, we need to serve ourselves and and serve the people in our immediate community, but eventually we can take that out and and do something bigger with it. So be kind and, and think about these things as, as things we can use to do better later. You're human first, and and that's what we need to remember. You know, that's the label that matters. I said that in the last podcast with with ABA Inside Track or with with Inside Track. <laughs> I might have said that on that episode, but I said it with <laughs> Team ABA. It was like, you know, I'm I'm the BCBA title doesn't define me. Mm-hmm. Um, the the human the the biggest importance to me is being a good husband to my wife, being a good future role model for our kids that we don't have yet, but learning those prerequisite skills now that, you know, mm-hmm. it's not always going to be quiet in my house. So I'm going to have to deal with that. It's not always going to be, you know, those first world problems that I'm dealing with now. I mean, it's silent. When we watch our nieces and nephews, I love them and they have such a blast over here and we do all these fun things. And when they go home, I always joke. I always look at my wife and say, see, see how quiet, mm-hmm. you know, but <laughs> we're, not, we're not always going to be able to go to bed when we want to. We're not going to, you know, so I'm, I'm trying to really look at life as it is but also look at it as what I want it to be. I want to be a father. I want those things to be there, you know? Mm-hmm. So looking at it from a human lens, that's how we have to start. And I hope exactly what you guys are saying. I hope that's what we get grounded in when we leave yeah. this whole situation is that's, that's what informs the rest of us. Being a BCBA does not inform my humanity, but my humanity informs my practice. And I hope that something I love that. You, well can, you can, you can um, put me in credits for it. I'll just, you know, take the, the show note credits. Um, but I know oh. I, 
Oh, sorry, Tony. Say, say thank you. Thank no, you so much for including me. Um, I, I am going to have to run, unfortunately. No Thanks, Maggie. Yeah. But it was great. Great to see everybody. And yes, thank I you. did feel like seeing friends. And this is wonderful. No, thank you. Some good positive notes to go song. out on. Yeah, right. Thanks, Maggie. Uh, we'll talk soon. Yes. Have a great night. Bye. Have a good Bye, night. Dr. Maggie Pravone from Lindenwood University, my alma mater. If you're looking for a great place to go for an ABA, uh, anything really, but an, an ABA education, uh, brick and mortar wise, Lindenwood's fantastic. So, so much Regis. Re- Regis, <laughs> Regis is also good. I have I have a few professors in my right. in my podcast right now. So I'm, that's exactly, and that leads, oh. to, well, that leads me to the next part. Um, actually, before that, I, I I cut Tony off. I think you were going to say something. Oh no! I was. I just thought it was a great positive way to start. Uh, start wrapping up. Fair. So <laughs> that's what we're doing. And I always like to give my guests an opportunity to promote anything that they'd like. You know, I mean, obviously, you have one of the uh, the the biggest podcasts out there for ABA right now. Stop! No, come it's on. Just, it's just because you're dinosaurs and been doing it for. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Don't don't bite the hand that invites you. Yeah. We're, 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 we, we did say we were among friends. Uh, you can feel free to make fun of my receding hairline at thirty. That's completely okay. I've come to terms with that. But <laughs> I, I, you know, I want to open the floor for for you. I know we were talking ABAI earlier, and you know, just everything is so different. Right on now. your world. Yeah, what's going on over there? Oh well, uh, so we're still putting out episodes every week. We've got uh, we put out a, we had a couple of weeks. We had two episodes going up. Uh, that that's not going to go forever. That was just a can't sh- sustain that short that time. Um, emergency episodes. So yeah, time. but you guys we have double episodes forever. No. Oh yeah, right. Um, <laughs> I think we're doing some live streaming for a week, couple weeks too. That was that was a lot, a lot of ABA inside track of us. Who knows if anyone wanted that much, but it was there. So yeah, we've got the, the show every week. Uh, every week's a new topic. So if you said I listened last week and I wasn't interested in the topic, guess what? It's totally different next week. So don't worry about it. It's like else the Midwest weather. Exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> um, we just uh, we recorded uh, talk for Texaba. So I don't know if you could still get into this if you're watching this live i I don't know if you can get in because it was supposed to be this week uh it is still this week but it was supposed to be you know you were supposed to be there this week now now it's virtual um impossible (laughs) 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 but uh we'll have we'll have the content of the talk out uh Close to the end of next month. Late May. Late May. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Sure. What else? We have some, uh, yeah, we have, uh, so certainly if you're interested in learning more about telehealth, we have uh, some older episodes. We have some newer episodes, uh, but you can go to the website, abainsidetrack.com slash free hyphen CEUs. Not because that's just where we put things about telehealth, but because it was so relevant, we wanted to put it in a place that kind of got its own page. So there are some other topics too that are unrelated to telehealth, but that's really where our telehealth stuff is easily found. And hey, listen, and you can get free CEUs. You still have to listen. We, I, I always, yeah. I just kind of mix it up. I want to say like, it's free. Like just click on the link and it'll magically come to you and you won't have had to do any work. Like we would do that for like about five minutes before we got shut down. No, you actually have to listen and you know, there's a process, but sure. Free to listen. Just if you just want to listen for fun, that's always always an available uh, topic. How can people get a hold of you? Oh, all sorts of ways. You can. Uh, we're on social media. We're ABA Inside Track everywhere. I think we got uh, the you know Facebook certainly, Twitter. Um, we post something on Facebook every day. We, that sure. that was a schedule we put ourselves on way back when. And then uh, certainly we love getting emails. ABA Inside Track at Gmail dot com. Uh, we you know we love getting a word of you know how people are doing. We love hearing about how people are using any of the research. 
that we've talked about. We love hearing about people's research that we haven't talked about and maybe should awesome. talk about in the future yeah. as well. So uh, always, always happy to hear from folks and we're always happy to do something new. Again, the nice thing about the format is whatever the topic is of interest, as long as we have research, we get to talk about it. So that's always what's exciting about it. Well, that's the, that's, that's what I love about your guys' podcast. Cause you make nerdy stuff fun. And um, <laughs> it's it always, it was always fun. I mean, it's just, we, we oh, try right. to make it well, more thanks. fun, right? Awesome. Not, not, not to me. Not, it wasn't always fun, but you guys <laughs> found a way that you made it in reinforcing for me to listen to. And then, yeah, it started. So I, it got there, but it wasn't always reinforcing for me. So you guys were one of those stepping stones that helped me really dive in deep. And I, I appreciate it. Um, oh, we were, we were glad to be a part of yeah, that. Now we get to come guys. be a part and, and, and see what you guys are building, which is again, something new that we, yeah. we didn't know was going to be going to be anything. Uh, yeah, we didn't first started. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, who did? Yeah. Right. I, I had no <laughs> clue. I just, I, I no, no, not even that when, um, up until uh, in a little while ago, I would, people would ask me like, what are you doing? And that the same thing. I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just created something. I like to cook. Tony's fantastic at it. Has a, we're both BCBAs. Um, we, we like nutrition and health and ABA and we thought, okay, we'll just try to figure out how to do it. And we're slowly, we're getting, we're getting there. We're figuring mm-hmm. out our, our niche. We're figuring out how to reach to people. Um, I also want to give a shout out to our comment section. Um, I don't know if you guys have it pulled up or not, but I've been following along on, on my phone as well. So well, that would comments, have been a good idea. I, yeah, I didn't do that. <laughs> that's fair. It was but they, I don't know. So I turned it off. That's, you know, I, I appreciate that. That helps with the audio. But when I you're 30, you can figure these things out. You get older. Right. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. What's a cell phone? No, they, um, no kid to put the I have my landline. Right. <laughs> Your landline. Yeah. I'll, is I'll that rotate. A, I'll use a rotary phone to dial into the Zoom. Is a landline an Ethernet cord? Is that but, but, real um, tape on your camera. They've been <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. They've been saying things like, you know, this was awesome. Thank you guys for taking the time. Oh nice. Um that's Carol Scalari. Uh, she also oh, hi. mentioned I don't know. <laughs> she also mentioned an episode with you guys for free ECU's oh. <laughs> from Carol, Easter, Eastern Carol. Carolina University for free uh, CEU from Francesca Degli yeah. Espinoza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. That yeah. was episode that is, 118. That is, Episode one nineteen from ABA was, Inside Track. Yeah, that was that was when we were very fortunate to have uh, Francesca on That's to cool. talk about her work in Italy. Yeah, and it, it was yes. it was again something that was not uh, quite as prepared. Like usually we have, you know, we brought some research, we looked at this, but what do you do? I think that's the first episode. Was like, what do you talk about, and how do you plan when there really isn't any direct research? Like, what do you do during a pandemic? Well, of course, this is the research from ABA and Java right. Post. It's right. like that didn't exist. You got to you got to take what you know, and yeah, right. you got to generalize the best you can. And it was is really real fascinating. But I I think there is. I mean, I, I know that there's going to be a lot of research coming out yes. after this. So certainly for, sure. for, you know, the people who are getting their master's degrees 10 years from now, okay, great, great. Guess what? You get an article about what to do in a pandemic. Right. There'll be an episode 520. <laughs> right. <that> yeah. <laughs> Reviewing those old articles. About, remember this article? Yeah. The throwback episodes, you know, so I'm, I'm so glad with, awesome. with what you guys are doing and, and it's, um, I know I, I joke about it here about, you know, being among friends, but I really mean it. You guys are becoming friends That's of ours, awesome. friends of the show. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. always good. Always it's, good to talk with so you guys. Oh, absolutely. It's so much fun. Um, <laughs> I, uh, it was a hug from Jackie. Oh, thank you, Jackie. You. That was so nice. <laughs> I can't, the, the camera doesn't work. So I'll, yeah. Uh, social distance high five. Um, there it is. Thanks Tony. It's like the power of four here. It's like a form awesome. of friendship. <laughs> um, so just cool. to wrap up on, on our end, you know, like I said, every Saturday, um, we're going to do uh, a free 
for anybody, for anybody at all, ABA or not, we're going to do a free cooking uh, seminar. We're going to look at some behavior strategies, real laid back, kind of like the podcast. If you're watching live right now, go to behaviorchef.com backslash CEU. Follow the prompts there to sign up and and register. But if you are a BCBA, you're interested in a uh, one learning CE, go ahead and pop over to Sign up first and then go through the prompts for the second link. There'll also be a link in the registration email. I put it in two places just in case. Yep. Otherwise, just come join us, have fun, cook with us, watch, and and comment away. Uh, Even if you're not looking for CUs, absolutely. The first one was great. It was. Be on the lookout for some behavior bite stuff. Tony just released a teaser episode today. Um, It looks. It's already gotten close to a thousand views. Uh, Awesome. Oh yeah, it's it's, Tony. It's fire. It's uh, cool. Yeah, long video time editing coming. is like, oh no. Video editing and just coming down, you know, like Clint said, yes. I w- we want to make sure that we put something out that just isn't content that's helpful yeah. and landed on a great vision and uh, putting it all together now. Um, so it, it's really great. I think thanks for everybody's patience, but be on the lookout for that very first episode. It's going to be awesome. You know, I think cool. I figured out. Um, I've, I've always started this podcast with um, where nutrition meets behavior, but I think since we've been on your podcast, we kind of coined a phrase there with healthful uh mm. behaviors. Oh, awesome, man. <laughs> it was cool yeah. so i think it, we we didn't coin it it was actually coined by david wilder thank oh, you yeah we didn't yeah. we didn't right yeah. right but uh, yeah so it wasn't they, in our it wasn't in our uh wasn't in our, re- our, our repertoire oh, for sure. okay <laughs> so i think from now on i'm going to do something like i um you know the behavior chef podcast um being healthful and helpful that's where so you heard it here first on Facebook live that's, that's right. so go check us out um, we're at every major place that you listen to podcasts we have some great guests from Stephen Hayes to team ABA to Jim Moore uh, a couple ABA. people outside oh yeah ABA inside track now that will be coming up I'm going to release this I, I had one before I was going to edit but I think with the time sensitivity of this one we're going to get this out in the next week or two so that'll be available to you awesome. um Speed also, editing, it's the best. Yeah. It is. But it is when um I've I've learned how to to shut up a little more so I don't have to edit myself so much. So it's nice. Everybody else is fine, and I'm always like in the background going, Yes, boom. Uh-huh. See, those three things will probably be taken out when I when I edit. But um, you know what? Does anybody so shout out again to our Facebook following? Uh, right now there's you know quite a few people watching us. I would uh Man, I, I would love for everybody. If you want, I'm you know, going to wrap up here. So we're about to kick off Facebook Live for the night. Thank everybody for watching. If you guys want to say something to them, have at it. Um, that, was, that was me. Uh, yay! Yay! <laughs> thank you, you, for, you. Thank you for understanding thank how you. Facebook Live works, everyone. It's yeah, better so, than uh, I know I can do. Thanks, so thank Facebook. You. <laughs> so, so um, what? How do you guys usually? End, what is the tagline you guys usually say to introduce oh, me? You can. You can do that. Oh, keep responding. Bye. Which we keep, do, keep keep yes. responding. I like that. Keep responding, everyone. You guys have a great night. Bye. You too. Bye.